From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good Wednesday morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Mike. Jeez, how sobering are these numbers? They are, Mike, they are. We're going to talk about the Westpac McDermott Miller consumer confidence figures for March. We'll talk about that in a bit more detail shortly. I just want to make a broader comment. You, know, you and I, we talk about a lot of data releases, don't we? I mean, we work our way through all these things. And economic warning lights, Mike, they are flashing pretty much everywhere. Um, we've talked about the deterioration in merchandise trade. We've talked about the deterioration in current account balance. We've talked endlessly about inflation, soggy property market. The list is pretty long. Um, at the moment, what's giving us some comfort is a strong employment situation. But, yeah, these lights are flashing, Mike. And this consumer confidence number is the latest sort of shot across the bow, I suppose. Consumers are hitting rock bottom in terms of confidence. Consumer confidence is now, in this survey at least, at the lowest level it's been since the global financial crisis, which was quite some time ago. Uh, the number is 92.1. In December, it was 99.1. The average is 110.4. So according to the authors, I use their words, households have reported that their financial position has deteriorated. Um, look, the, Mike, there is a bit of a wild card weaving its way through the current data. It's so micron. We don't really know the degree to which it's colouring people's view of the world. I mean, to what degree is it affecting sentiment? And we won't really know until we start seeing light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, but if I look at consumer confidence by region, it's low everywhere. I mean, look, there are variations. We had sharp falls of confidence in Nelson, Otago. That's probably very much due to the hospitality sector, but every region is below the long-term average. Significantly, you've got Nelson Otago, Bay of Plenty, Gisborne Hawke's Bay, Wellington. Um, one of the key questions in these consumer confidence surveys is, is it a good time to buy a major household item? It speaks to a significant part of our spending. Well, consumers giving that question a resounding no at the moment. Uh, the author's words... Growing pessimism about the economic landscape and their personal finances, households are increasingly apprehensive about making a major purchase. So, you know, so going back to that big picture, though, uh, the quandary, Mike, the quandary is the self-fulfilling nature of these things like expectations and sentiments. If you don't feel confident, you don't spend, activity declines. It creates its own outcome. Mm. It's a bit like inflationary expectations. Um, look, I would say, you know, it's, it's all pretty dire out there at the moment. Government policy will play a role in how we react, how New Zealand Inc, I suppose, reacts to this. And that's important because what have we got coming up, Mike? We've got a budget coming up. Exactly. And, and that will be their opportunity to use policy to address some of these, what do, we, what do you want to call it, some of these animal spirits, I suppose. What do you make of the warehouse? Yeah, well, while we're talking about consumers, um, well, again, there's no escaping COVID, Mike. I mean, that's the thing. Um, so the warehouse released their first half results. Uh, the result was ahead of expectations, underlying Net profit after tax around 48 million. In January, the company guided, uh, gave us guidance that it would be above 40. So they comfortably achieved that. Uh, the result was weak if you compare it to normal trading periods. I mean, but again, there was a cumulative loss. I think I saw the figure in there of 10 and a half thousand trading days across the business in that period. I mean, they had record levels of sales in the second half of the first period, so the second quarter, but that couldn't offset the disruption in the first half of the of that. So quarter one sales were down 15%. Uh, their margins affected, combination of factors there, higher number of online sales, increased freight costs where we had that before. They bought a whole lot of winter stock, didn't have the opportunity to sell it, and then you've got to clear it. 
um, that, that effective margin. Looking ahead for the second half of the year, we're in that right now. You've still got a messy combination of factors. You can have reduced discretionary spending. You've still got supply chain disruptions. still got um, Omicron. Uh, share price up 13 cents yesterday. Uh, very strong last year. Uh, has started the year with a poorly, but 4.39% uh, pop high yesterday. Good business at the moment, Mike, though. It is a good business. They will come through. Good stuff. What are the numbers? Uh, they're looking good. Uh, the Dow Jones, 34,835, up 283.0.8%. Point, point S&P 500, 4510, up over 1%. And the NASDAQ, 14,067, up 1.66%. Happy days. Uh, the, uh, the FTSE 100 gained 34 overnight, 7476. Uh, the Nikkei, up 1.5% overnight, 27224. Shanghai Composite, up 6 3259. Uh, the ASX200 gained 0.86% yesterday, 7341, and we gained 0.22% on the NZX50. That's 27 points, closing at 12,204. On the currencies, Kiwi dollar is a bit stronger. Happy days if you're going on holiday. 0.6947 against the US, 0.9339 against the Aussie, 0.6305 euro. 0.5243 pounds, 83.8 for Japanese yen. Gold, $1,920. Uh, Brent crude still sitting there in the in the hurt zone, $114.66. All right, mate. Have a good one. Catch up tomorrow. Appreciate it very much. Uh, JMIWealth.co.nz. Andrew Callaghan.